Conservative talk show host. Broadcasting from his undisclosed bunker studios, the dawn of Las Vegas, Steve Sanchez. Sanchez, 101.5 FM, 7.20 AM, Kate on the Talk of Las Vegas, Friday edition of the show. I know. Friday, once again, making your weekend plans. I know I am. It's. I'm, I guess, you know what? The old saying is, time flies when you're having fun. And I just am having the time of my life right here with you every single night. You know, I want to remind you of something, something that's extremely important. It's that we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It's pretty simple, right? Pretty simple, but very profound, the Declaration of Independence. This is why Governor Sisolak hates that. Oh, what are you talking about, Steve? Well, yeah, last night, you don't know what happened. He's, well, he went on Twitter and flipped out, criticizing evangelicals for a campaign event held in Vegas last night, right in this beautiful city. It's shocking, though, to me. It's shocking that Governor Sisolak has a problem with evangelicals getting together, but doesn't have a problem with Black Lives Matter protests. Now, this is what Governor Sisolak said on his tweet. He said, I was deeply disheartened and dismayed to see the callous and dangerous behavior displayed last night in Las Vegas at a campaign event for President Trump. And this was an evangelical event. Isn't it something that Governor Sisolak has no problem going on Twitter and throwing Christians under the bus? No problem. But he certainly won't do that to the Antifa protests, the anarchists out there burning down the city, the Black Lives Matter protests that do still go on. Has no problem, doesn't call that callous, doesn't call that dangerous. You know, last night on the show, I spoke about Phil Robertson's podcast, you know, Phil Robertson from Duck Dynasty. We talked a little bit about what he was saying uh, is that, you know, the Democratic Party is, in fact, the new satanic mob and Biden is their monster. And there's a lot of truth to that. And, and we spoke about this continued attack to remove God from pretty much everything in every corner of this country. And I think you'll agree. I think you'll agree that this is happening considerably around the country. It's sad. It's sad that we're going to continue to have a governor that's ineffective. Isn't it funny he does this, says this, 
but yet has no, no concern over the protests with Black Lives Matter. And they're together. Is, is that dangerous? Is that callous? I mean, come on, what's the difference? Is it because, you know, these are evangelicals? Is it because, you know, it's, it's Donald Trump? This should concern a lot of people, but that's not it. That's not all. Governor Sisolak's been busy, like, signing police reform bills. So not only did he go on Twitter and flip out and throw evangelicals under the bus, calling them callous and dangerous, even though he doesn't have those types of words for Black Lives Matter, he goes on to continue with other things that I believe are inept, ineffective, and are justified from a draconian, totalitarian governor. And that's exactly who he is and what he is. Let's just stop uh, debating this now. This is exactly what he is and who he is, period. Now, I don't know if you know this or not, but he signed a, a, another bill. It's now law. It's a police reform bill. And he announced it today. It's Assembly Bill 3. And it is a bill that prohibits police chokeholds and other policing reforms. Now, I have no problem with reforms. I have no problem with certain reforms that are going to benefit the public. But let's be intellectually honest. This comes from a deep hatred of blue lives. It just does. I'm sorry. It seems to me, and it's just not Governor Sisolak, it seems to me when you look at Democratic leadership around the country, there is a disdain for police. A disdain for police. And this is what Governor Sisolak said, and I quote, Nevadans should always feel safe in their own communities and confident that they will not have to fear for their lives from those that are charged with protecting them. He said, we will not squander this opportunity. We will push forward. This moment will not be fleeting and forgotten. It will persist. Assembly Bill 3 says that police can only use reasonable force necessary to carry out an arrest. Who the hell's the governor? You're not in the field. You don't know what's being dealt with. Are you trying to tell me that there's an overwhelming uh, uh, police brutality situation going on in the country? There's not. And since when has Las Vegas not felt safe in their community Regarding the police, everybody sure as, as hell felt safe on October 1 when that lunatic from Mandalay Bay was shooting down at that concert. People of all colors were sure running to the police that night, weren't they? Did you feel safe in your community that night? This is appalling. It is appalling, and someone has to say something more than just Steve Sanchez. There is a hatred for blue lives. Period. Come on. I'm going to tell you like Joe Biden. Come on, man. There is a hatred for blue lives. And it's not warranted. And it's not fair. And this governor only is trying to strike political points to make sure that Nevada stays blue make sure that Trump is not reelected and to try to hold on to his power for his reelection that will be coming up before you know it.
and to make happy his special interests, his lobbyists, and the people that put him in office, because that's what it's all about. Because you can't tell me that the Las Vegas community wasn't feeling safe around their police prior to the George Floyd incident. I'm opening up the phone lines, and I want to ask you this very, very important question. Do you agree? Twofold, really. Two-part question. Do you agree with the Twitter tirade from Governor Sisolak stating that Christians getting together for the Trump event was callous and dangerous when he has no choice words for the Black Lives Matter protests or the Antifa protests? Do you agree with this new Assembly Bill 3 that says police should only use reasonable force necessary, making it sound like Nevada was scared to death of their police department and that they just now this will make them feel safe. Because before they didn't feel safe, but this will make them feel safe. And again, on October 1, it seems to me that people sure as hell felt safe because they were running to the police for protection and help and the police ran right into the lion's den, baby, to try to save as many people as they could. I'm opening up phone lines. I'd like your thoughts. 702 Two five seven five three nine six seven zero two two five seven five three nine six is how you weigh in on the conversation. This to me is just another slap in the face. It's more political pandering for the law enforcement that listens to the show. Many right now, as they're on patrol, as they're sitting down, having their dinner, listening to the show, and I know many cops do. Does this not? offend you does this not almost hurt your feelings that governor sisolak is trying to paint a picture a, a a false narrative that the community of clark county and other counties in the state were petrified of the police that you know people need to feel safe don't you think the police need to feel safe as well do you really and can you really tell me that we had police brutality after police brutality after police brutality in Vegas, in Nevada? Of course not. Political pandering. Let's call Christians callous and dangerous for getting together at a Trump campaign or an event. But Black Lives Matter... Antifa, you get a pass because you're not callous and dangerous, even though you're beating the hell out of people, even though you're uh, lighting things on fire, even though you're vandalizing and, and you're stealing things out of stores when all this went down. I would think that I would feel not safe regarding that. I would think common sense prevails here, that you would want to have more funding for our police departments to have you even safer than what you are now. Because last time I checked, when you dial 911, they're on their way, baby. They're on their way. There is not a survey 
There's not a questionnaire that you have to answer. When the cops get there and respond, they don't say, excuse me, what race or nationality are you? Uh, what political persuasion are you? No, they're there to do their business. Oh, sure, there's some rogue. Absolutely. But I'm not going to sit here and allow any longer anyone to try to paint a picture that the police are our enemies. They are not our enemies. And let's just be intellectually honest. Many of the crimes that we see committed and the cops are being charged with police brutality, some of these thugs are acting like complete buffoons. What the hell are they supposed to do? If you were a cop, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to protect and serve. No, of course you don't put a knee on someone's neck. You know that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is if a cop cannot do his job, how is he really protecting and serving? Are you wanting to give him a water pistol, for God's sakes? Steve Sanchez, 702-257-5396. Quick break, and we're going to come back and start going to your calls. Don't go away. Groundbreaking talk for a nation on the brink. You're experiencing Steve Sanchez. program steve sanchez hanging out with you on this friday edition of the show 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the conversation let's go ahead and start jumping to our busy calls first up tonight is paul paul welcome to the program you know what i finally figured out what blm really stands for what's that it stands what- for burn loot and murder yeah, yeah, you're right about that. I mean, you tell me one place where they've been where that hasn't happened. It, there's not one place, and I'm glad you said that because it's true. It's 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 about time, Paul. We all stop tiptoeing in the tulips about what these lunatics are and what they're doing. They are a Marxist organization. They're not representing the black community properly. Many in the black community will tell you that these people are anarchists. They are they they are literally thugs and criminals. Yeah, the sad part is that they're using the black community. Most, most, most of which is really good people uh, as, as useful idiots. And the problem is black communities playing along with it. How come? Why? Well, yeah, exactly. And I mean, think about this. Seven years now that Black Lives Matter has been in existence, okay? They've raised somewhat like a billion dollars. They haven't, Paul, helped one neighborhood clean up. They haven't sent one poor black kid to school or college. They haven't bought school supplies. They haven't fed the hungry. They've never donated to a food bank, provided any housing to a black family. So, yeah, Black Lives Matter now, just a nice, catchy phrase. It's certainly not about the black community. What about, is there some way that they could have their books audited? Oh, sure there is, but my God, follow the money, man. Paul, let me ask you a question. Do you ever see the TV show Prison Break? No. Uh, Great show. You can catch it on Hulu. It it went from uh, 2005 to 2009. I've been watching it again a second time, and I'm just hooked. This show really goes into the government and the company, which is like a New World Order. I don't want to give away the show, but if you watch that show... It is almost prophetic, Paul. It is literally going where we're at today. It's crazy. It, it's, wow. I, I would I would highly suggest it. I'll give it a look. All right, Paul. I appreciate it. Uh, and yep, you know, really, 
have a good weekend, buddy. Thanks for the call. Um, and, and just to answer your question to follow up. Now, yeah, they, they could have the books looked at, but good luck. I mean, uh, how did that work out for the Clinton Foundation? Still to this day, the Clinton Foundation has had their books quote unquote looked at, but what's happened? Hillary's still walking around with that bad polyester suit, still blaming everybody for her loss in 2016. Bill Clinton has had the blood sucked out of him. He looks like a walking zombie. And by the way, he was on Lolita Island a hell of a lot. And and I hope he gets what's coming to him. Let's go right back to our busy calls. John, you're next. Welcome to the show. Hey, John. We got John with us? All right. Let's go ahead and uh, jump up to Mike. Mike, welcome to the program. Hi there. How you doing? Good, good. So I just want to comment on Governor Sisolak. It just seems like he's just part of the whole left machine with, you know, they, what, I mean, you can't go to a church and, and do that, but, you know, like you said on the, before the break, you can protest and do all these things, and, and it's like it garners a completely different response if it's done by someone on the left versus someone yeah. on the right. Yeah, it's, it's so obvious. I mean, Mike, think about this. Last night there was a, an event for President Trump. It was an evangelical event. He goes on Twitter today and flips out and calls it callous and dangerous, but yet this weekend when you have Black Lives Matter protesting on the boulevard down, down at the Strip, he will be crickets. This is who this guy is. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm going to tell you, Mike, uh, the, the silent majority is not going to be so silent. Uh, just watch November 3rd as as Trump has an electoral landslide. Uh, people are saying, no, not going to happen. Oh, it's going to happen. And then this bit about the NRA with their, their political move to try to um, tie the NRA up in a lawsuit right before, right. you know, the election. Because exactly. they know that the NRA is a huge financial backer of the Republican Party. Of course. All uh, Alinsky tactics from the Saul Alinsky playbook. And and it's coming down right in front of us. Great call, Mike, and I do appreciate it. Steve Sanchez hanging out with you. Friday edition of the show, 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program. The phone lines are open. We've got break coming up. But if you're just joining us, just jumped into the car, just throw threw on your mobile device, or you said, Alexa, play KDWN, this is Steve Sanchez. And we're talking about Governor Sisolak. Have you, have, have you, if you voted for him, have you now come to the realization you made a big mistake? Are you sorry? If you voted for Sisolak and you're in this audience, apologize publicly. Apologize for your Sisolak privilege. Apologize for your Sisolak privilege. Ridiculous. This guy, I'm all behind the recall now. A after what he did today, after how he threw Christians under the bus, calling their behavior callous and dangerous... After he now signed a reform bill, making it sound like the police are our enemies, the police were not our enemies on October 1 when that murderer was at the Mandalay Bay shooting. People were sure running to the police at that point. Weren't afraid of the police then, were they? Good God. This is Steve Sanchez. We'll be right back. Sanchez, Friday edition of the show. Thanks for hanging out. This half hour being brought to you by Real Water. Drinkrealwater.com is the website. And if you haven't taken my advice yet, please do. 
Number one, birthed in Las Vegas. That means something. Why? Because we want to support our Las Vegas business. Number two is this is the best bottled water on the market, bar none. Number three, you don't even have to get it in the bottles if you don't want it because they're going to give you the Steve Sanchez delivery special. What is that? Four five-gallon bottles of water delivered right to your home or right to your office for 20 bucks a month. That's right. Free delivery. 20 bucks. I know. I know. It's my special. I, I, I kid you not. Why would you want to take advantage of this? Well, I'm a living testimony. I've been drinking this stuff for close to two years. And many of you remember from my syndicated show on Sunday night, a couple times a year, I'd get an ear infection. I'd get a sinus infection. It was like clockwork. And since I've been drinking real water, I have yet to have a cold, sinus infection, or ear infection. The only thing I've changed is actually adding real water to my diet. Beyond alkalinity is a whole other level. Why? Because eh, there's a lot of water out there that has alkaline. That's great. But real water is beyond alkalinity. What does that mean? It's infused with negative ions, and there is a stabilization of science behind that. That can help build your immune system. I'm telling you, not guaranteeing you anything. Nothing can cure anything. No one has said that here. What I'm telling you is you want to put good stuff in your body Real water is good stuff. Do me a favor, check them out, drinkrealwater.com. That's the website, drinkrealwater.com. You can order right there from the site, or you can call them and say, hey, I heard this on Steve Sanchez. I want that special. Take advantage of it. Of course, if you're at Terrible Hearse putting some gas, pick up a bottle of real water there. It's that beautiful blue bottle. If you're at Costco, if you're at Sprouts, you're at Trader Joe's, you can also pick up real water right there. Drinkrealwater.com, the sponsors of this half hour. If you're just joining us, thanks for being with me on a Friday night. We're busy tonight. We've been talking about Sisolak, and the governor has made it very clear he doesn't like Christians. Um, obviously. Now, he says, well, I'm Catholic. Good for you that you're Catholic. Uh, evangelicals have the right to gather. They have the right to put an event for Trump together. Last night they did, and he went on Twitter this morning and flipped out and said it was callous and dangerous. But it's okay to go protest. If you're part of the Black Lives Matter, no problem. Sisolak is callous and dangerous. Not the evangelicals that got together. Shame on Steve Sisolak. Shame on him. Not only does he go down that road, today he announces that he's signing Assembly Bill 3 that basically states that police can only use reasonable force necessary. Now, look, I have no problem with police reforms. I know that there are some police officers that don't need to be police officers. I think we all can agree with that. But stop lumping all the blue lives together. Stop being a hater of blue lives. Because guess what? Christian lives matter and blue lives matter, Governor Sisolak. And for him to say that Nevadans should always feel safe in their own communities and confident that they will not have to fear for their lives from those that are charged with protecting them, shame on him. Do not try to throw our police under the bus, sir. That is not the norm. That is the exception, and you know it. Because on October 1, when that lunatic was at the Mandalay Bay shooting people at that concert, People were sure not afraid of the police then, were they? They were running to the police for protection, and the police were doing their best, putting their own lives on the line to protect strangers. And you have the nerve, sir, to try to say that the community's not safe, but they will be all of a sudden because of Assembly Bill 3? Give me a break. 702-257-5396. Let's get right back to our busy calls. Gino, you're next. 
Welcome to the program. Hey, Steve. Good, good program always, buddy. Thank Anyhow, you, sir. Anyhow, this is in my store in Ohio, 40 years, 40, not four, dealing with police, policemen, 26 different departments and police chiefs and sheriffs. They are the most courteous people there is, and they're coming to help people, not That's to right. disgrace them. That's right. They, they don't deserve what their treatment they're getting these days in this town. I come to Vegas four years ago after I sold my store and semi-retired. But that, that is shameful, shameful. I seen an experience just this morning at the park on Washington where the guy was sleeping there and two marshals came and they stood there till the guy got up, got his bag and went off and they never came near him. So the, yeah. the, I don't want to hear that stuff. They, they're the most crazy, and I got letters approved from sheriffs in Ohio. To, to, oh, to I, I agree with them. you. I agree they, with you. And, and they're not out looking for trouble. They want to go home to their wife and kids, just like I do, and everybody absolutely. else. Absolutely, absolutely. And it just it it really angers me, especially when I hear leadership like the governor try to insinuate that somehow the community of Vegas wasn't safe prior to him signing Assembly Bill. I think he should be ashamed of himself. Sad, sad. That's very sad. I talked to a lot of my pull up to a light a couple of days ago to a lady driving a cruiser. I put my window down. She put her window down on the passenger side. I said, thanks for the great service. She says, thank you, sir. And the light changed, and she took off politely. That was it. There you go. No, I'm with you, man. Nice person. I very all of them. I, I never had no trouble in four years or fifteen years I've been here. I've never had a problem. And sometimes, you know, a cop or an individual will have a personality conflict. We all get yeah. that. But as long as you and people hate this word, Gino, but I'm going to say it. As long as you submit to the authority. You're not going to have a problem, but people That's do right. not want to submit. They hear this word. See, the left and 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 modern society has made the word submit sound like it's old fashioned and and it's you know that 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 there's no pride in it. And no, sometimes we submit. The Bible talks about submitting to authority, and and there's nothing wrong with that. But some people make it out to be. And I believe if we submitted to authority a little more, we wouldn't have the problems yeah. we're having. They they make it an issue to disgrace the police the way they talk about them and everything else. Where where's the parents of these hoodlums that are down I there agree. causing all this trouble? I agree. If that was my son and he went to court and the judge says thirty days in jail, I'd get up and I say give him six months. And my son said, Dad, you do that. I says try me. He never yeah. got in trouble. There you go. Well, I'm with you, man. Gino, great call, man. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thanks for weighing in. Have a good week, and I'm with you. You know, I have always believed about consequences. Look, I'm about grace. I'm about mercy. I'm about second chances, third chances, tenth. We all deserve them. But there comes a time when we have to realize that significant actions or decisions that can hurt, destroy, there's consequences, period. There's just period. All right, let's go right back to our busy calls. Larry, you're next. Welcome to the program. Hey, Larry, you with me? All right, looks like Larry has left the building. Let's jump over to John. John, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. Uh, on, on the thing of what Sisolak was talking about today, uh, I don't know if you ever saw the Senate hearings on Waco, but if you see J- Chuck Schumer during the Senate hearings, he didn't want to even consider the possibility that the police could have made any mistakes, done anything wrong, yet now we hear his rhetoric on the police these days. Yeah, it's it's it's... 
It's sad and it's disappointing. And you know, John, I mean, remember that horrible day for Las Vegas, October 1st. You had uh, Paddock up there at, at the Mandalay Bay, and that's still a mystery in itself. But the, the point is, is that happened. People died. People got hurt. And people were sure not afraid of the police at that point. They were running to the police asking for their help. And guess what? They were there to help. Exactly. And like Waco, I don't automatically assume that Schumer was against them because they're religious. I just think it's political pandering. Hey, uh, I'll change my position as long as it helps me politically. Yeah, yeah, sadly. Sadly, that's the truth. John, great call, man. I appreciate it. Uh, sadly, that's the truth. It is. It, it's and, and again, look. It's not the norm. It's the exception. There are people in every industry, call it policing, call it teaching, call it in business, call it in whatever industry that you are dealing with. There are going to be people that are going to have real problems that have no business being in a certain industry, job, or profession. But I think we do a good enough job of warming these people out. And when we allow a small, small minority with loud voices to change the course of our nation and 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 literally change a narrative and start po- uh, promoting a false narrative, we've got to not be silent. We've got to speak up. I'll debate anybody, anytime, anywhere, any color, any profession, any political affiliation, any religion, because I'm not afraid because my positions, I believe them. I don't have to have notes. I believe my positions because they're mine. They're real to me. And I can give example after example after example. And I'm sure many of you feel the same way. All right, let's go ahead and jump over to Carl. Carl, you're next. Welcome to the program. Yeah, Steve, I hope uh, I'm making your mother very happy. She is. She. I'm sure right now she, she said, thumbs up for Carl. Well, maybe not. Maybe thumbs down. I don't know. Or maybe but the middle anyway, finger. I want to just, you were talking about October 1st and the police and uh, everybody running to them and they ran to do their best help. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm very pro law enforcement because mm-hmm. parts of my family are in federal law enforcement, so that's okay. one thing. But I don't know if your memory fails you, but I don't think mine does. But on October 1st, don't you remember there was a big uproar when some of the police officers on the same floor as the shooter, 10 to 15 minutes, heard the firing and did not break down the door, go into the room? Well, yeah, yeah, no, my 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 memory serves me very very mm-hmm. well. And what you're not putting into that narrative is that the bureaucrats behind the desk, the pansy asses that they are, basically told them to stand down. And you have to submit to your order if you're in the military, if you're in the police. So let's not forget that part of it, because many cops after the fact said we wanted to go, but we were instructed to stand down. But who who give the orders? They're law enforcement officials. I know, but who do you think? I mean, they do have communications through their walkie-talkies yeah. and their units to basically stand down, yeah. and, and, and that and that was a small percentage. And let's not forget the people that were on the floor shielding people, jumping on people, taking young women and, and throwing them and shielding them. I mean, come on, Carl, let's be intellectually honest well, about those, this. We're going to be honest. Those civilians doing that. Uh, of course there were, but we're not talking about civilians. Let's stay on track, no. Carl. I mean, you got an IQ, no. you said. Let's stay on track. We're talking about the police. So forget the civilians for a moment. It's not what we're talking about. Governor Sisolak didn't sign a bill basically pertaining to civilians. He signed yeah. a bill that's now a law pertaining to cops. Well, finally, when they broke into the room, they heard a shot, another shot. And that's yeah. when they killed him. He killed himself. Well, there's a huge mystery the behind room. that one. And, well, maybe one day we'll all be able to have coffee with Lombardo and... 
and ask him really what the hell went on because I remember uh, Lombardo sat, standing at the at the at the podium with those FBI types looking at him like they had a gun to his neck. Uh, so yeah, I'm not going to open up a whole conspiracy on October 1st, but let's be honest, there's a lot of questions that were unanswered on that night. This is Steve Sanchez. We'll be right back. Never taking advice from a fool, not when you're hanging out with me every single night. Thanks for being here. You know, you've heard me talk about Delta Rescue before. I'm a huge animal lover. Look, there's no mystery there. And there's a lot of abandoned animals out there. And I am trying to help that very thing. Now, look, you know, some may say that's kind of a liberal play on your part. Well, you may think that. You may believe that. But the truth is, is that's not the truth. When did liberals get to take the corner market on the environment and on animals. I mean, come on. I mean, conservatives got to step up and start saying, hey, wait a minute. There's a reason for the word conservative. In any event, Delta Rescue, my good friend Leo Grilla, 40 years ago, he left Hollywood successful in Hollywood and started, which is now the largest no-kill and care-for-life uh, sanctuary in the world. And what he does is he helps abandon animals, gets them healthy, and places them with the right people, the elderly, with kids. And it's a match made in heaven, man. Tell you the truth. It's awesome. And uh, he needs your help, and I need your help. Why? Because places like this need resources. And we need your resources. I'm not asking you to give money. I'm just asking you to get involved and be informed. Most people don't realize that if they get involved with a place like Delta Rescue and their mission, you may not necessarily have to sow money in today, but the money you promise in the future through your documents, through your trust, through your estate, allows you to qualify for tax benefits today. Did you know that? Even income today that subsidizes your Social Security and your pension. Look, I was a financial guy for 25 years. I speak you the truth. Do me a favor. Go visit DeltaRescue.org slash Steve and ask for my free estate package. It's going to lay out all you need to know about growing your estate while letting your compassion for animals live well into the future. Now, when you do that, you're going to get the free movie called The Rescuer. It's the award-winning documentary about Grillo's two-year-long rescue of a family of 21 dogs abandoned in the wilderness. I kid you not. You watch this, there will not be a dry eye in the room. Yours for free, just for checking out deltarescue.org slash Steve and getting my free estate package. Do me a solid. They are a sponsor of the show. Get the free information. There's no obligation obligation so that he knows that you care he knows that you're listening to this show and then sometime down the road when you can you will be able to help delta rescue the sponsors of this half hour all right let's go ahead and get back to our busy calls cj you're next welcome to the show all right cj you with me looks like cj left the building let's go ahead and jump over to larry larry you're next welcome to the program Good afternoon, good evening, great show as always. Well, thank you. Uh, it, this is a little offbeat of what we're talking about, but, you know, the gentleman who hit the elderly gentleman, what mm -hmm. 
where is Black Lives Matter there? What, where are they standing on that? Yeah, exactly. They're not. They don't I, care. Yeah, what's going on? What happened there? Yeah, what happened? how about what how about, about the rioters? How about the rioters yeah. in Portland that threw paint on an old lady for defending the police? Exactly. I mean, what the hell? Really? Come on. All well, lives matter. I mean, this is ridiculous. You don't see Black Lives Matter saying a word about that gentleman. I, you know, I don't know if I should call him African-American or black. And what's, what's proper now? I don't know. Can I tell you this from my experience? My best friend is black, and okay. he lives in Chicago. And my best friend, Curry, tells me, Steve, it's black. I was never in Africa. I was never born in Africa. I'm not an African-American. I am black. I'm a member of the black community, and I'm an American citizen. And there we go. I just finished playing a card game. I've got a very good friend also who is black, and we don't even discuss it. Yeah, of course not. Because it's you know why, Larry? Because you you because you're a normal person like me. No one discusses color. I mean, for God's sakes, only the lunatics do. Yeah. We, I literally sat and played cards for an hour, and it, it, we don't even talk about that. I, would, of course. I don't even think to ask my friend. Uh, I, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Breaks here, man. I've got to bounce, but Larry, great call, but you're right. Normal people that don't see color, they just see people like you, like me, and most of this audience, we don't discuss it. What's to discuss? People are people. We love all colors in the crayon box. And when one color in the crayon box acts like a lunatic, we'll throw them under the bus. Real simple. Top of the hour news is next. Friends, you're going to definitely want to hang out for hour number two. Calls on old. Stay put. We're going to get to you on the other side. Don't go away.